With the most rental listings anywhere, there's no wrong way to get into your right place on Apartments.com. For instance, you could latch a tablet to the wall and throw magnetic darts at the rental search map. Or you could lather your phone screen in peanut butter and let your furry roommate lick their way to a tasty new pet-friendly place. Or you could use your tablet like a spirit board and call upon your beloved late Nana so she gets her say too. And now Apartments.com even offers virtual tours so you can explore your potential place from anywhere with an internet connection. If you're at a bar on a bad first date, knock yourself out. On a tandem bike pedaling across the beach, not advisable, but certainly not impossible either. Are you around base camp at Mount Everest? Now, that's nearing the summit of all the ways you can search. From the tried and true methods and the virtually enhanced techniques to the downright unorthodox approaches, you're bound to discover that special somewhere to call your own on apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey, Rob Sisterino here. It's the start of the month of May, and it is a great time for Lance Bass and all the members of InSync because they get all of the It's Gonna Be May memes going. And it's also a great time to become a patron of Rob Has a Podcast, in addition to supporting great shows like our Circle Recap of everything from week three. Our patrons get multiple weekly patron only podcasts all the activities in our patron community, and much, much more. And we want to make sure you get the most out of your new patron experience. So I take the time each month to show you the ropes, and I'll be answering all of your questions when we get the chance to meet on our monthly orientation hangout. And the beginning of a month is the best time to become a patron because you get the entire month to enjoy all the benefits, and you can cancel Anytime, a world of smart and fun reality TV fans are waiting to meet you at robhasawebsite.com slash patron. That's robhasawebsite.com slash patron. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here with our Circle Week 3 slash Episode 12 recap here to talk about everything that went down over the course of the third week of the Circle as uh, we head into our final five. And the finale coming up this week, we've got a great panel of uh, not-so-secret super influencers here that will talk about everything from the end of this week of uh, Netflix's The Circle. Season two. Uh, let's welcome in our uh, panel. Let's start with the great Jenny Autumn is here. She knows words like Sagittarius and Capricorn, so she must be psychic. How did you know? Yes, uh, Moon and Oracle, and I'm just gonna throw some words out, and I can totally pull this off. Yes, um, I'm bringing the the hashtag Messy Queen energy tonight. So, Jenny, could you Get pull ready. off John the Psychic better than uh, Jack and Lisa? Um. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I will give them this. Uh, they seem to have at least a base knowledge of like the occult, like spiritual uh, thing. So it could have been way more disastrous. So um, we saw Jack in his, uh, you know, his astrology hoodie from the very first episode. So yeah. he at least has a base knowledge. It could have been a lot worse. So do you think they got give the oracle that. cards from the prop room? Um, I, I don't know. It's think, possible. Yeah. It seemed like Lisa might have had them because she, hmm. se- she seemed to correct Jack that they were not tarot cards, Oracle cards. So. I don't know. I don't know. She might know something. She might have read the instructions. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very excited to have here with us. Jason Reed is here tonight. Jason, how are you? 
Rob, I'm good. Um, after this, I have to talk to you in our private chat about something that Jenny may or may not have said about you. Oh. Um, hashtag maybe, maybe did, maybe didn't. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh Two my few God. words in that hashtag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put my hair up to get a message like that. All right. Uh, Jason, happy to have you here with us. How are you enjoying the circle through three weeks? I'm really enjoying it. Uh, like the strategic, you know, the new strategic element of the circle. Really enjoying it. Okay. Um, do you think that uh, there should be a circle spinoff about like uh, the next door neighbors of the people that live in the circle building that are not playing the circle? Of course, a spinoff. Uh, why do people keep yelling these hashtags? Uh, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, why do they walk through the hall so slow? It's so annoying being in this apartment building with all these circle people. Yeah, we also need a circle cribs. They take over the uh, gym. Know, be very fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a living, you'd be saying in one spot this is a living room yeah. bedroom kitchen this is where no magic happens right yeah um all right and no then, jump offs here no jump offs here all right thank you yeah jump off jason uh and then also very excited to have uh kirsten mckinnis is here kirsten how are you hello i'm good i'm so excited to be here it's actually uh jenny and i had to be together because we're the hashtag witchy sisters i have my oracle cards yeah. and my tarot oh. cards so we could be do a reading John, together. Yeah, I could do a reading. Um, three cards. They'll talk about how you respond to things in three different phases of your life. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll just throw words in. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. Perfect. All right. And also happy to have uh, back with us a man who has recapped every episode of The Circle this week. It's Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm glad that uh, Jason and I are, are going to form the hashtag trifecta with you, Rob, once you oh. find out all of this valuable information so we can... Uh, Break up these messy queens over here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fight the wow. Don't worry. We have a plan to infiltrate. Okay. I don't know. I, I trust everybody so much. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, very excited to. Uh, the Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's the Chloe. We're, so, we're the same. My babies. My babes. Babes. Yeah, so, now we just need to bring in another um, square of two people that actually make all of this end game significantly less interesting just by being here. Just a random person <laughs> sitting over in the corner. No one's yeah. talking to them. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so we, here we are at the end of week number three. We just had our uh, super secret influencer. It was River. Look at River. Uh, come a long way to be the secret uh, influencer. Took out. Mitchell is the latest person who will not be part of the final five. One episode left of The Circle. We will have uh, the finale dropping, I guess, on uh, Wednesday at like 12.01 a.m. or something like that. Uh, we will have one more podcast to recap that. We're going to be recording that on Thursday at 2 Eastern. I think, uh, Tara, we're going to be live for that one, right? I believe so, yeah. Be live. Okay, so we'll be live to talk about uh, the Circle finale uh, recap coming up on thursday but we'll talk about everything uh the fallout from this uh final eviction and then uh make some predictions uh later on in the show uh any final thoughts on mitchell it's always who you most medium suspect i guess mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i really didn't fully understand this choice i i was like from river yeah, I mean, I did and I didn't. I just, I don't know. He talks through his decision here. And um, I mean, I there was a little part of me that, that thought he might, maybe, I didn't think he was going to go for Courtney, obviously. But no. like, there was a little part of me that was like, maybe he feels like he, 
like he knows Mitchell is not super well liked. He's very low in in um, in standing here. So I thought maybe there was a chance he took out someone that was a little bit more middle um, and a little bit more of a risk to to his win. But yeah, again, Mitchell tells him that it's the right decision. So I guess it was. I don't know. It was well, oriented. Because he talks through all of his options based on like who he thinks will rank him more highly versus more lowly, which is like good to think about. But the next layer he needed to be thinking about was, but who will everyone else be ranking highly? Who is like you're it's an anonymous elimination. You get to take someone out right at the end. This is an opportunity like Chloe has been number one so many times you would think that strategically that's who you have to take out. So, I mean, I, I feel like the danger here is that these are strategic players. Um, and I think that Mitchell is one of the few players that's maybe not that strategic. And I think that Mitchell would probably do his final ratings according to who he liked most, which, which would mean Trevor, Chloe, number one, number two, and probably Courtney and River last place. And that's really, really bad for River. So taking Mitchell out of the equation just for that alone, I think is good. In addition to that, for the strategic players in the bunch, of which there are many, Mitchell is probably an appealing option to throw a rogue number for like first place on to be like, I think that like, who does Mitchell have? Trevor has Chloe. Chloe has Trevor. Uh, Courtney and River have each other. Um, if, if it's, if it's just Mitchell is, is the odd one out, then I can toss a vote to, to Mitchell and it'll be fine. Now, John occupies a similar spot, but at least John is a lot more favorable to River and maybe a little bit more likely to put River higher. Yeah. Jason, uh, I thought that, Trevor uh, could have been in danger, especially because we saw River trying to throw shade at Trevor a bunch of times. Then we saw during the uh, campaign episode that uh, we saw Trevor trying to throw shade uh, back on River. I was uh, genuinely surprised that it wasn't River, especially after we got a very emotional family visit uh, from uh, Trevor. Yeah, 100%. Trevor was definitely, I think, in danger. I I think Trevor's lucky that um, it was a... A, per, a decision made by one person because uh, she seemed to be very low in the rankings. Uh, you know when they were doing their rankings, like, I think a couple people ranked her fifth. Um, but yeah, I think I think like Taryn was saying, uh, River's probably thinking that Mitchell's going to vote. You know, emotionally, even the final ranking, so he would definitely put Mitchell, not Mitchell, sorry, put River last or second to last. So I think that was a good decision for him. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Mitchell where that he, you know, was around for a while, seemingly basically like uh, two weeks of episodes. But when he comes home, Ed and mom are going to be like, yeah, you finished the same exact as we did. Sixth place. (laughs) You're not that great. And they came in a bit sooner, right? He came in a a little bit sooner than them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's sort of like when. uh, Yeah. When they had (laughs) uh, Russell Hance was at the Survivor South Pacific reunion and uh, was like, you didn't you didn't redeem the family name. There was nothing wrong with the family name, Mitchell. (laughs) And what is their family name? I don't even know what that is. Uh, Yeah. We don't know them that well. All I remember from season one of them is uh, I They're think the Tammy frickers, said, right? said Mojos. No, Furkers. Come on, mm-hmm, Rob. Furkers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> feckers. I think uh, also. I heard him say Feck once. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know what? He contains multitudes. Uh, but it's again, like, what do you remember from season I remember Tammy said Mojos and uh, Ed wore a crop top. That's what I remember from them. And 
I don't think I'll remember anything about Mitchell in a year. Mm-hmm. I would just assume that their last name was Contra Hawken, but I know that's where they're actually from. <laughs> that's, a, that's the only other word yeah. I can associate with them. You should have seen me trying to figure out how to spell that in my in my notes. I I because they, they he says it so fast too. I'm like I don't know that how to spell this. Yeah. <laughs> Taren, I, I thought overall Mitchell, like, uh, you know, last week I thought it was a pretty good week for him, but I thought then he came off like a real baby uh, during the election when he tied for the uh, uh, Kisser Butter Award. Uh, and then he really like was trying to play up the sympathy card about how, oh, everybody has these preconceived notions about Mitchell and nobody ever gets to know the real Mitchell. Uh, and then was trying to like uh, play up everybody for sympathy just so he could uh, turn around and, and screw people over. Yeah, Rob, it, it's very hard to be uh, an attractive white man. I'm sure it's so hard to be uh, Mitchell. And nobody gets to know the real him. Yeah. No, they only know of him as a good looking man. OK, they don't know what's oh, inside. Oh, my God. Poor Mitchell. Yeah, it, th- there were a couple of moments in this episode, and and I talked about this in the, I think the previous recap as well that like he he keeps playing up this whole idea that like I I am the I'm the only real one in here. These people are so fake. He talks to Courtney and River, and he's like, "All right, my plan for this conversation, I'm going to pull at their heartstrings. I'm going to make them feel like they uh, can trust me. I'm going to butter them up, and I'm going to cut them right afterward. Um, and then he talks to them, and they're nice to him. And he goes, "Oh." This is exactly what I mean. I'm they're giving so them an fake. opportunity to be real with me, and they're being so fake right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is exactly why I need them gone. Like, yeah. you, well, Taryn, that was part you're of doing that days. thing right now. Yeah. I was well, part of two days of strategizing. Well, and it's great, too, because when he says it, he's saying it just to the camera. Like, that is him alone. So there's not really an incentive for him to be fabricating or lying about that. Like, that, it does seem to be genuinely how he feels, is that he's real, everyone else is fake, uh, and how dare they be that mm-hmm. way. There's also a moment when he's form- when they're forming the trifecta, right? When they talk to Chloe, he- he's like, oh, this is all working perfectly. I mean... It's all true. I mean, it's not like we're playing anybody. I mean, it's totally like this is all facts. This is what we're doing. Like he he saw in himself. Like, oh wait a minute, it looks like I'm playing the game. No, but we're telling. We're just telling the truth. We're not, we're well, not who's like the audience for that? The people at home that he's like he wants to be like beloved I for being so. real. I think so. I think that uh, the the realness has become uh, mm-hmm. a part of his his character. Here. Yeah. Well, I do think something that makes the circle a little different is that there is still that kind of back and forth of oh playing the game versus being yourself and and being seen as a quote-unquote game player maybe might not be as desirable as in some other shows that we watch and that that is kind of like an endearing part of the show uh i don't know i think yeah. it's kind of cute i mean i i think it's i think it's a cute concept i don't think it's cute when somebody is clearly playing the game and then tells me to my face what are you talking about? I'm, I'm genuine. Wait, I'm you totally don't like being lied to? You don't, you don't like being lied to straight to your face? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird feeling, but it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Huh. I yeah. think that's a really yeah. unpopular opinion, Taryn. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> Jenny? I, I was just going to say, this is like the, the funny thing about a game like this compared to a face-to-face game like a Survivor or a Big Brother that... Is inter- an interesting part of this game, but so frustrating is that like you I are either being very like uh surface level and fake and overly nice, or you're you're pulling like a like a cat um 
and coming out way too strategic without kind of warming people up and like playing it safe. And it's like very, very hard to find like a middle zone where you're having like strategic conversations with people without coming off like disingenuous or whatever. And like it's it's very hard to watch because they're not having real genuine connections with any of these people. So it like there's I don't know. We And be, because they're clearly limited in the amount of conversations that they can have, they're they're doing one or the other. They're having really surface level conversations that are boring to watch at some time um, or they're just being like, OK, and this is what's happening without like warming people up. So, yeah, I found it. Um, I found it really interesting when they were doing their whole spiel about what they would spend the money on. Like a lot of people had these really heartfelt stories and people were like, oh, I didn't know that about this person. I was like, what do you have you guys been talking about for the past, you know, however many days? But you mm-hmm. can fall in love, apparently. Yeah. Without with, knowing like, anything about anybody. What I loved about that was just how ambitious uh, Chloe was with the hundred thousand. Like it seems well, like she was spending a million dollars with that hundred thousand. We watch her on too hot to handle. This woman does not know the value of how much money is anything is worth. That you well, know. yeah, she thinks a kiss is worth losing seven thousand dollars, but now she can spend that hundred thousand ten times. She wants to pay like, off. I'm gonna spend. I want to pay some of my castmates from too hot to handle for costing them so much money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants to pay off family debts. Buy her brother his first car, put a deposit down on a house, and also support her dad's addiction recovery charity. Um, and that poor charity is getting five dollars. Yeah, like, yeah. Like maybe. I don't know what kind of car, what kind of house, and how much tiny debt house. you have, yeah. but maybe pick one or two. Mm-hmm. Do you think she maybe thinks that the prize is a hundred thousand pounds? Not that's not, saying, not that different. It's not that different. No, that's a, it's a pretty big difference. No, I, I mean, don't think it's more like thing. Yeah, I think it's more like yeah, it might be more. Yeah, what's the tax situation in the UK? Like, how much has she actually seen? Well, and that's the thing too. Is it's like, well, she's not. Is she an American citizen? How does no. that work for the payout? Because they won't let Canadians on the show. Well, she's been on two American shows now. Yeah. Um. Well, it, it. I don't know. And this is this is the danger of the. Uh. What would I do with the money? Because like everyone was pretty much being genuine. Yeah. Um. And people are getting caught up on it. It's like it kind of felt like she was just listing. Like, what's every nice thing in the world that I could do here? Yeah. You know who's getting all the money if Chloe wins? Her psychic. Because uh, we <laughs> yeah. saw just like uh, that person is going to be raking in the money that uh, that. Chloe psychic is going to call her and be like, Chloe, I need to talk to you immediately. Like we have to have emergency sessions stat. Yeah. So Rob, and Rob she, I wanted to ask you yes. what, who the better psychic was, uh, Chloe psychic or the psychic from 90 day fiance, uh, Stephanie psychic. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chloe is like the easiest person to like, cause basically we've seen all through the series. Anytime somebody has like a piece of information to tell Chloe, she's like, Oh my God. Like, uh, you could tell her anything. She could open a fortune cookie and she has to sit down. Chloe's going to go, uh, she's going to get the money and then she's going to be like, oh, I'm going to do all these things now. And they're going to be like, you don't have enough for that. And she's like, oh no, how am I going to, how am I going to budget out this money? I need to call my psychic. Call the psychic. And the, uh, and the psychic will say, it's a blessing in disguise that you now need to look uh, at your priorities differently mm-hmm. and realize what's truly important to you. And she'll be like, oh my God. Yes. 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 Speak louder than words, Chloe. So that's so true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, buying buying your brother a car—that's a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Your present car says you need to give me fifty thousand dollars right now. (laughs) 
So we saw a lot of talk about the trifecta who uh, really, you know, hatched this plot to try to turn Chloe against the Kardashians uh, with a C. Uh, it looked like it was going pretty well for a minute. Did anybody think that it was going to work and turn Chloe against Courtney and uh, River? I thought she bought it for a minute because she was like, uh, Trevor's my circle boyfriend and Mitchell's my circle brother. Why wouldn't I go with them? I, I did think she bought it for a minute. I, I would believe that Chloe will buy anything, Rob. And mm-hmm. so does she. That's why her list is so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it's I, like whoever's the last person in the ear. Yeah. It's like she talks to someone. She's like, they're the greatest person in the world. And then it's like, she has another girl. Oh, my God. I love them so much. I felt like it was set up well, <laughs> but I feel like they went way too hard way too fast in this conversation where like they bring her into first of all they bring her into an existing group it shouldn't have been a group chat uh and uh it's clear that like they've been talking like hey we've we've been talking and we need to let you in on something we're we're only doing this to protect you it it just it was so couched it was so calculated Mm -hmm. it just felt so planned um i think that it it clearly it clearly sketched her out and and rightfully so because uh it 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 was just like okay we've got something to tell you they're two-faced they're untrustworthy um you need to do something about it we're just looking out for your best interests it's time to break up those messy queens um i felt like it was it was too gamey and uh and they needed to approach it on a much more personal level i think yeah, I think that anytime you're being brought into a group chat after the fact, even though it seems that you can't see the conversation ahead of when you're brought in, it's like they should have just each had a similar conversation with her separately, said similar things, and it's like, okay, this is all adding up. It's like when you're being brought to a conversation that's already been taking place, it's very obvious. Like you guys talked about this and already have your own thing going on and decided to bring me in. I feel like, I, I feel like a third wheel in this situation. Well, and it's almost like they didn't realize until way too late who they actually needed to be concerned about because it would have been way more successful if they'd been able to have a series of one-on-one conversations over, you know, a couple of days so that Chloe could kind of come to that realization herself of like, oh, maybe I am against Courtney uh, in some kind of way like that. Like, especially when they have that bond so tight already, it's going to take more than one little group chat to make a change. I I think Trevor needs to talk to Chloe individually. And, and go, I'm, re- I'm really worried. I've been talking to Mitchell and based on some of the things he's been saying about the Joker, uh, like apparently the Joker said that you weren't trustworthy. He doesn't believe it. But uh, some of the other things, it's kind of pointing toward Courtney like that. That would hurt my heart. I hope it's not Courtney, but do you think it might be Courtney? Um, and, and then just try to go from there. And even if it's an individual thing, I like I don't think Chloe runs straight to Courtney with stuff from Trevor like that. I think that uh, I think that's that's the way in for for them. And then you get her to talk to Mitchell to confirm. Do we think that Chloe had time to talk to Courtney and confront him on potentially being the Joker? It doesn't seem like it. I feel like I feel like we would have seen that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like we see there's things that happen that we don't see, obviously, like Mm -hmm. there's just like certain conversations or like suddenly someone is like, oh, I really think this person is like a catfish or like I I really think Courtney's the Joker and like we haven't mm-hmm. seen any of like the context like conversations between the 
the two people to make them feel that way. So yeah. I do feel like there is lag in what we're seeing. I, I just, I feel like in that conversation, it goes one of two ways. Either there's some kind of argument between Chloe and Courtney, which obviously we, they would want to show on the yeah. show, or Courtney is able to just so easily reassure Chloe that nothing is wrong. And I still feel like we would want to see that uh, too. No, I, I suspect that's, that's it. Because when we look at her ratings also, that she puts River 1, we see that she puts Mitchell at 3, I suspect that she probably put Courtney too. Oh, I was thinking Trevor at two. Yeah, I thought Trevor at two. And that she's maybe like, I'm not fully sure on Courtney, so maybe he was four. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I assumed. It's possible. I mean, it's 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 weird, you know, because again, the, we have to remember that the two-headed snake comment she thought was about Trevor. The second Trevor and Mitchell started saying, we've got something to tell you, she was like, is it going to be about the two faces? Are you a woman? Like, uh, like she's very primed to not trust Trevor. It, it feels right now. So um, it's possible that, that Trevor could have been four here. Um, and we know that that Trevor has, has been, you know, uh, kind of up there in the ratings in the past. And maybe she, maybe she didn't want Trevor to be up there. I'm not sure, but it also could have been uh, the other thing, right? It could have been Courtney lower because now she's she's a little bit not sure about Courtney because it's it's weird that she put River first considering that in the influencer chat um she was like Courtney's my guy River I'm wondering if he was if he would play the game uh, when it comes down to it um so I don't know yeah do you think that we see anything else about the Joker come up before it's like brought up at their reunion Probably I don't not. think so. Yeah. I think Courtney's going to reveal at the reunion that he was a joker or something like that after yeah. all the ratings and stuff have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's no other real reason to try and use that as a bargaining chip right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more blockings. Yeah. So, Taryn, just from a uh, standpoint of like logistics of what we're going to see, that uh, we're going to open the next episode. We'll probably go right into everybody's rankings and then they'll head off to meet in person. Um, yeah, yeah, something like that. We'll do, yeah, we'll do the ratings and then we'll do the meeting and then we'll do the sort of, uh, they'll come together and they'll, uh, they'll show them some clips probably and the rest of the cast will be there and then they'll give us the, the countdown. Mm-hmm. Do we know is the finale episode also just an hour or is it a longer episode? In the past, I think it's just been an hour. So that's, that's what I'd suspect or expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like, and then we'll have the whole cast there for a uh, reunion, maybe some uh, fireworks with uh, Savannah and Teralisha to uh, rehash <laughs> looks like it. everything that's going on there. Um, and so um, we get to spend uh, some time with uh, John the Psychic uh, this week. Uh, Jason, do you have any thoughts on how Jack and Lisa have done as John the Psychic? I think they've done pretty well so far. I think uh, Jack should have came in as an older man to begin with. He would have had an easier time. Yeah. Um, they, they put a little bit too much on John, I think. I think the uh, doing improv was probably a little a step too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, they didn't ask him to do any improv games with them. But uh, yeah, I think they've done pretty well so far. It seems like Lisa's kind of just kind of riding shotgun with, with Jack doing most of the work. Yeah. I think they've been like, pretty successful so far. I mean, that's what she did for herself as past, <laughs> right? Like... I just all I, I just can't stop thinking about imagine if Savannah and Terlisha had had to play as one profile together after getting uh, eliminated. Like that would have been, been great. so good. 
good. And then, like, I, I think they would have been good. Lisa, it's like, it's what they're doing fine. It, it is what it is. But imagine what we could have had. Yeah. I also, been. I also feel like Jack and Tara Alicia also would have been really fun just because, like, I just feel like they both would have wanted to be in control as well. And that would have been fun. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Jack and Lisa are working very well together because Jack is wanting to be in control and Lisa's very fine letting him take the reins. But I will say that I enjoy Jack way more when he's working off of somebody else. Um, Like I was not a huge fan of Jack as Emily, not just as a character, but I just feel, I just felt like I didn't, I didn't like his personality as much when he was like monologuing. But when I get to see him like interacting with another human, like it's way more fun. Well, well he called villainous as Emily. And now this is like, he's kind of working off of a straight man. He's kind of doing his thing and she's responding. Then, oh my gosh, wait, I can't believe that. I feel like they're playing with house money too, where they're kind of yeah. like, I got a second life here. So like, I'm going to have fun with it a little bit now. And it's like, let's just try and cause some chaos with the information we have. Wait, how was Jack villainous before? I'm this is new information to me, and I'm so confused. Well, he he came in, and his package was like, "Oh, I'm here to make uh, like break every rule and make everybody like you know." He I, he really yeah, was but like, and he didn't do it. Well, that he was at least going for that. <laughs> he was making his responsibilities like Courtney. Yeah, <laughs> some of his responses, he was talking to people like, "Yeah, take that" or something like that. Where he was I, you know popping off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I guess I just like for me the disconnect with Jack is Emily was so much like in his monologues he's like oh yes this is going perfectly everyone is falling for my plans like I'm doing such a good job and then pretty much everything that he was saying as Emily was falling flat with the other contestants um, because he didn't give Emily like the substance of making her an actual person uh, and so it just like was it wasn't connecting it is much better um, as John with a, a partner for sure which is with, funny with somebody- because. Like Lisa, Sorry. who it sounds like you guys are saying is is good at assisting. She's literally her job. <laughs> you know what? I heard that. I've heard that before. My issue with Jack as Emily is that like he clearly based it off of a person he knows in his real life. And I just felt like he had no character plan besides like hashtag rose. Like I'm a I'm a young girl. I love wine. Yeah. Like and that none wasn't of even the, wine nothing in the else picture. Yeah. He had more context for John, Jenny, which was like thrown on him. How pissed would you be if you were Jack's friend Emily? I would be. I'm like, yeah. What, what did you do with me? Like, I. You don't even like. Do you even know me? Like, like are, are we friends? Do yeah, we, I don't like me. I would be like, have you ever? We have you ever listened to any conversation we had? Did you learn anything about me? But what? I also feel like if Emily agreed to let him use uh, her pictures, like. Girl, give him some help. Like, give him a handbook. Like, well, at least, at least, Delisa has this like mm-hmm. freaking almanac of like sports facts and shit like that. Like, why is Jack just like you know freestyling this when he literally yeah. knows this girl? Like, if someone wanted to use my pictures on the circle, sure, go for it. But we're also going to sit down and we're going to have a long conversation. You're going to know what products I use. You're going to know what my daily routine is. You're going to know my favorite slang. Uh, You're going to know that I'm drinking an Aperol Spritz in the picture and not rosé. Like, you're just going (laughs) to know these things. Taryn, are we sure that the people actually know the people that they're catfishing as and they don't just use, like, stock photos? Well, in this in in this instance, he said he was doing it as his friend. Um, but in in other situations, they do sometimes just find somebody on Instagram or or something like that. But do I'm they sure ask been, for permission? Uh, like, where's the real sure. Emily? Ask for permission. Yeah, I'm sure that there is permission granted. Yes, I believe it's very illegal. Yeah, 
you imagine nobody asks you and then you're just like flipping through Netflix one day and then it's like your Instagram profile pops up on the surface. That like, was stalking uh, Yeah. That happens on like Tinder and Bumble all the time. Like I have friends yeah. who like post like screenshots they were sent. So like I'm apparently like a 20 year old on Bumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty someone, sure. Someone sent me this. I'm pretty sure that this is what happened to Lance Bass because that when Lisa got her video from home, no sign of Lance Bass. I thought it was going to be Lance 100%. She's already, like, who could it be? I thought, the least he could have done. Yeah. He already got the video from Lance at the beginning. They did, they did actually release, um, I'm not, I don't know where this was, but I, I saw the clip of it. Um, Lisa and Lance Bass, uh, did a little video where, uh, he watched some clips with her of her catfishing as him. Mm-hmm. He was like grading her performance, essentially. Did he fire her on the spot? <laughs> no, he said he was impressed. Yeah, because he's okay. a nice guy. He's not going to say that. He's a liar. He vouched for yeah. compliments you. You can't trust it. It's a liar. He vouched for the, uh, the, the jacket with closet story. He was like, no, that's actually, yeah, she probably does have anything in my closet that I, that I wore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, how long was uh, Jack and Lisa together for? Because the 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 narrative tells us that um, Jack had chicken in the refrigerator uncovered for five days. You're telling me Ugh. they have been together in that apartment? We watched five days this week, and that's every night they go. Good night, John. Don't let the pit bugs bite, John. And they have one conversation a day. Like, <laughs> other than that, they're in their separate bedrooms. Like, does that sound right timing wise? This was five days of action that we saw. I think so. I mean, so uh, in the UK, they film for three weeks, they do daily shows. Um, in the US, it sounds like they film for about two weeks. Uh, and that's why we get, you know, uh, fewer episodes. Um, and yeah, about 12 to 13 episodes. So yeah, every episode should represent about one day. Could they not cut a little bit and just give us more conversation and less like everyone saying something that we can read on the screen mm-hmm. at the same time? Like, I feel like if there really is that many days being like elapsed in an, an episode, maybe we could, uh, you know, see a little bit more important stuff. Well, <laughs> but what could be funnier than seven people reading the same message all at once? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, because my theory was that do they take Jack's groceries from his refrigerator as Emily and then bring them to the John apartment or, or do they throw out all of Jack's food and that he's got to start fresh with uh, new food? No, you got to cut down on production costs. When Jack is leaving his apartment, he's got to take his little box with his groceries with him. Well, he didn't know he was staying. <laughs> well, you got to go back. And he goes forth back. And he went back in slow motion. No, they need to come with. They need to come with a box when they go to visit people. They like open like the door awkwardly and like set down his to go bag. Yeah, fired from his office job. He's got a little box of stuff with him. There's a security guard. There's a potted plant in it. Yeah. Um, imagine being the production assistant. who's like, okay, well, we're packing up the fridge and we'll bring anything closed. But what about this? uncovered container of chicken do we bring it do we leave it hmm. mm-hmm. i guess well, we i'll get a gag it. out of this later let's bring it we, we get a gag out of this later. <laughs> yeah what if he gets food poisoning that'd be funny that would be really great for TV. the show yeah no Thumbnail covid cases so but we did have one food we did poisoning. lose yeah well that's what there's two of them so then uh at least i could just run the jack account go. yeah um 
All right, we saw everybody give their pitches for uh, what they would do with the money. We talked about what Chloe was going to do with the money. Uh, did anybody else have something that uh, really j- uh, jumped out for what they planned to do with the money? I was surprised at the end of John's pitch. He didn't go, oh, yeah, and a in-sync reunion tour as well. <laughs> <laughs> the best did, way to spend the money. <laughs> I did like River uh, just being like, okay, I'm going to have to, it's all lies. Uh, pay off student loans, buy a car so I don't have to walk to everything and get rides. Uh, uh, but they, yeah, it's all lies. I just, I just want to pool. Mm-hmm. I, well, I just thought that was so well done, though, by River. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's what the believable. actual would say in that moment. That it's like, oh, that's probably exactly what I would say in that situation. So I was like, okay, I know. Good job. I, had this, I had the same thought, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I do. I was like, wait a second, I am so much older than River's supposed to be. <laughs> what does this say about my life? <laughs> I also liked that uh, Mitchell said, uh, "All right, well, if I put this to this paper, this is what I've got to do," and it's. Not paper, Mitchell. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's a printout in the back office of everything they say. Yeah, Mitchell was going to spend money. Him and his friends started a charity to give toys to kids. And then he's going to invest in real estate to create uh, generational wealth to retire his parents. Uh, We've never met uh, Ed and Mitchell's dad. Only mom. Just... uh... Not enough attractive white men with generational wealth, I guess. Yeah, this yeah. is a really fancy way of saying that you're going to invest in real estate. Like He's like, mm-hmm. I want to be a slumlord. Mm-hmm. Multiple Airbnbs. Yeah, picture it, an apartment building where everybody knows each other. And then they message each other. Could be, could be a show of uh, Ed and Mitchell flipping houses together with a, with their mom. Yeah, they're, they're like the, that into yeah the Delco <laughs> property bros. Furkin no. property yeah. bros. <laughs> How dare you, Jason? Take it back. Take it back right now. Oh my god. Welcome back to Kasha Hawk and Flipping. Yeah. Coming to Netflix 2022. Did we see Mitchell wear a shirt at any point during the circle? I don't yeah. think he owns any. He, had, like, he wore the tuxedo, right? Yeah, he also was wearing like a like a um, like a plaid sort of jackety thing. That sounds nice. On this yeah. I I know footage exists of Mitchell wearing a shirt, but I don't choose to remember him in that way. So mm-hmm. I only think about his hair. I don't even. I can't. I couldn't even tell you what his body looks like. Actually, I, I don't even think about his face at all from the head up. It could be anyone. <laughs> he's he's literally just a floating head to me. He's walking abs to me. Hmm. <laughs> together also, our our mental together we can make one him. yeah together we can perceive him but not separate. yeah if we have like a police sketch artist we could put him together <laughs> yeah. from uh, all the different things that have been captured <laughs> he was drinking coffee in the bath i've never seen anybody uh do this before i said out loud when i saw this i was like that is something I need to do. Like I, I literally that. turned to Phil and I said, I would love to be in a bathtub full of bubbles right now drinking yeah. coffee. What about I, a bathtub like, full I've of coffee? I've wine in the bath because I usually do like an evening bath, but a morning bath with coffee, like that sounds delightful. I, so I, I actually I, think Mitchell is onto something here. I did that eight hours ago. Like yeah. I, I do that. <laughs> I'm not living. We saw everybody do their uh, ratings for uh, the f- uh, figuring out the super influencer. Uh, a- anybody's uh, ratings really jump out? 
These were super interesting to me. Um, because super influencer. Both super, super secret influencing. Interesting to me. Uh, <laughs> Courtney and River both put John at number one. Um, which felt very coordinated to me. Um, very clever of them as well, especially considering that John would have protected them even if things had gone awry and he had gotten the super secret influencer, which if I am correct in my guesses, filling in the blanks here, he actually was. Um, I think this came down to a one point difference between River and then I think Chloe and uh, John may have tied for second. Um, so... Uh, so that's, that's super interesting to me and just the amount of trust they have in John and the amount of uh, trust John has in them. Uh, when John did uh, their ratings, um, they put Trevor last because he'll be looking out for Mitchell and Chloe. They put Courtney and river one or two and one. Um, and it almost made me think, does river know this is Lance? Like it's, it almost made me think that like, there's some kind of bond there that we clearly haven't seen because uh, there is a, there's a lot of trust between the three of these people. Who would the John profile actually have eliminated had they gotten this super secret influencer situation? I feel like Trevor well, probably. Right? I would guess either Trevor. So yeah. my my assumption here is that um, I think that John likely put Chloe fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, because otherwise, I think Chloe might have tied River. Uh, so I think that it probably would have been Trevor or Chloe, to be honest. Wow. Wow. And Uh, it's hard not knowing the, where Chloe ranked Trevor and Courtney, like what were we, we were already uh, discussing who was two and who was four. Cause we only saw the one and the three. Yeah. Well, Trevor and Courtney, I think we're, we're not close anyway, cause both. um, Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if Trevor was last because River and John both put Trevor as fifth. So I was just trying mm-hmm. to figure out where Trevor ended up in that ranking too. And I think it depends on what Chloe ended up doing too. When they all get to meet in person, I think it's going to be really wild when uh, Jack and Lisa reveal that they were John and like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, but wait, there's more. Uh, then also that uh, I was also another catfish also during the circle. Uh, this is like a lot to process. Well, they, they saw the good well, they, yeah. right? So they'll know. They know about they'll know that. who they are. Yeah, but still, it's uh, it's it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot, it's a lot of information to process. They, they they've never so in the Circle UK there was a situation prior to because they, they had a similar thing where there were two previous players playing as one player, but there was a situation before that where another blocked player had already come back in, so it was not unexpected for them to see returning players from their own season. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, in this case, I think uh, unless there is some sort of secret understanding that, Hey, hey, it's Lance river. I, I love you. Stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, I think they're going to be very, uh, very surprised. It's gonna be mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it'll be, I feel like if it was two people playing as a catfish that we didn't already know, they would be like the first ones at that final table so that everyone could come in and get their reaction. But I'm like, is it because we already know them? Will they be the last two to come in? Or do you think they'll still be like the... I think they'll be the last. Yeah, I I was leaning towards that too because I think they'll put Trevor as the first person at the table or River. And and I before we get Chloe off the, the uh, person, Trevor walk in and she'd be like, oh my God, just the two of them together. <laughs> so yeah. like, You're a woman, so I have no idea who you are. I think yeah. that's what it will be. To I, be I think it'll be Trevor first and then Chloe will walk in and see it and be like, who think, are you? Yeah. I think it might be reversed. Um, but uh, before we get off the ratings, uh, I think it's worth mentioning that, uh, that, that uh, the, tri- the hashtag trifecta, they lost one because they failed to convince Chloe, but two, 
because uh, they never tried with John, apparently. Like, I, I said this from the second they came up with this plan. John was completely won over by Courtney and River. And uh, and that was the difference maker. Like, even if they had gotten Courtney or sorry, Chloe to their side, um, they still had to contend with the fact that John was rating uh, Courtney and River, you know, one and two. And uh, and that that sunk their their ship before they could even get sailing. It sounds like they didn't even try with mm-hmm. uh, yeah. John either by like conversations where it's like he doesn't talk to me like well, about to him or about him yeah I like i don't recall a conversation yeah. yeah like i'm like do these people know did they notice that john is here they're the like whole... uh you could have him river and so Courtney. The whole surprise... was... oh, oh, no no go ahead jason i was just gonna say i was really surprised when uh, both courtney and river said that mitchell had never spoken to them pri- uh privately before yeah. like the second to last day Mitchell was there, which shocks me. Like I would think if I was coming into the circle, I would at least have one conversation with every single person, you know, that's there just to touch base. Yeah. And it is tough to make these criticisms because we have heard in the past that, you know, it really is producers call who you get to talk to. Um, But, uh, but again, like there's only, there's only so much you can do. But he was in there for a while. Like if the John situation has been going on for five days, possibly then Mitchell's been there for quite sometime um this whole round played out like they were not none of no one was really considering john that much aside from like courtney river obviously who were being very strategic about it because i kept forgetting he was there i was like oh my god this is so interesting it's a five there's two strong twos and there's a third who's like mostly with one but could possibly get swayed and then then i'm like oh wait no john's there too like it's not even a five I don't understand why he's not being considered. Uh, and then Mitchell's just acting like, okay, great. That's sorted. We've had one conversation and everything has fallen into place. I don't know what it is about the circle that makes people think this. They'll just talk out loud and be like, okay, yeah, I just need to say this, this, and this, and then I will have this person. And then all of my plans will work perfectly. Like many players have talked like that. They have like it's- a to-do list. It's like, all right, that's um, my work here is done. Yeah. They crossed everything off. Mm-hmm. This message, this yeah, message, yeah. They just needed to. I get. They needed to add another step in their in their four step plan. Should have been a five step plan. And then if they had said it out loud, then the producers wouldn't. Have, if they wanted, hey, you want the plan to happen? That's one of the steps. I'm sorry. I put it on the paper. <laughs> the paper, paper has to go. <laughs> the digital paper. I just feel like it's very easy to forget. Um, from from a viewer's perspective, that John is actually a player in the game. Um, because I feel like with Jack and Lisa, like, I have, like, this, like, Statler and Waldorf, like, they're, like, viewing the game <laughs> instead of playing it type energy from them, like, with the, you know, with the rankings, or, like, oh, let's get the popcorn, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's because they're really only having game conversations with, like, two people that are in the game, it's very easy to forget that they're actually, like, part of the equation here. Well, mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, I don't, they didn't have a single private conversation in this entire episode yeah uh the only interaction they had with anybody else in the entire episode was the pitch that they gave which wasn't interaction um and prior to that i think they had maybe uh two con they had a conversation with chloe about being psychic they had a conversation with river bonding with river apart from that I, those might be the only conversations they've had mm-hmm yeah yikes i mean in fairness uh jack and lisa like we're not great at this in the first place uh i don't know if it's necessarily like uh like you know uh half and a half made a whole yeah the, honestly the only thing that really sticks out to me at all about them from this last batch is it's like jack thinks he can stand on one foot for like mm-hmm. ever i guess 
Yeah. Okay. An hour. Yeah. An yeah. hour. Do you yeah. think any of you could stand on one foot for an hour? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> an I, hour? An hour? No way. Uh, I used to practice this a lot. <laughs> you know, you you lose prepared. a million dollars for yeah. not uh, being able to stand exactly. in a certain position for that, and then you practice uh, some stuff. But uh, Jack did make me ponder a really important question in one of the episodes. Would you rather go to prison for a year or go to prison for as long as it takes you to solve a Rubik's Cube? Hmm. Yeah, that was a weird question. And it was weird to me that they both said a year. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like Put that on I don't the care how bad you are at Rubik's Cubes, but you, you set your mind to solving it all day, every day. Yeah, you got nothing I mean, else to do. Right? I you know what, like a week at most? Come on. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. Again, I just, I think I'm going to take the option. I don't want to go to jail at all. Mm-hmm. Well, like that what? wasn't an option. Like, so the That's option so is, is jail for a year or jail until you can solve a Rubik's Cube. But what do I get when I'm finished with jail? I'm not getting any money for nothing. this. I've just gone to jail. Well, so Kirsten. I actually will be evading capture. Yeah. There is no no jail option on the paper. <laughs> I'm going on the I'm I'm putting it on the paper right now. I'm going on the run. Kristen mm-hmm. is is doing the answer to the would you rather uh, lose and be loved or win and be hated? And she says, I'd rather be, win and be loved. Yeah. Like, no, I, don't I don't understand the question. Like, I will I not respond to it. No, I would rather win and be hated. Let's be honest here. Thank you. I've already done lose and be hated. So I like, I like to try to win and be hated. Um, no, this is a, it's, a, it's not the same. And I will not be going to jail. But it wasn't an option. <laughs> what well, why was it a question? Kristen, nobody wants to go to jail. That's the auto response I, they, for anybody. They seem like they don't mind it if they're willing to go for a year rather than learn I mean, how to. They're already in the circle. Like, uh, it's yeah. like, well, you know, really? one step more. Honestly, Nicely circle, decorated jail. Yeah, the circle is at least a like little white worse collar than white collar jail. prison. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back talking more about the circle week three recap. But first, I want to take a moment and thank a sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at BetterHelp Online Counseling. And if you are having trouble meeting your goals, or having difficulty with relationships like a lot of our friends here in the circle, or trouble sleeping if you're feeling stressed or depressed, BetterHelp is available. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs, and BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's secure online professional counseling. BetterHelp counselors have a broad range of expertise, which may not be available in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log in to your account anytime and send unlimited messages to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and everything you share is confidential. You won't have to sit in an awkward waiting room. Again, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so it's easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Rob has a podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash RJP. That's visit betterhelp.com slash RJP and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp counselor. And before we get back to the show, just 30 seconds to tell you about our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, 
but you know it's easy bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get the quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico. Easy visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Let's get back to the circle. Let's talk about some of the messages from home that we got to see. Uh, we got a, uh, a check-in from everybody's uh, family. We talked about Lisa's family with uh, no Lance Bass. Uh, but, yes. Sorry. That was so funny. Her dad just like awkwardly in the corner and she's like, yeah, my dad's shy and he just like clearly doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. But then he busts out. He comes out of his in. shell. It he talked like, more than anyone else there. Oh, it was the TSN turning point, you know? I think it was Lisa's <laughs> mom that was next to that was next to whoever was talking. I was like, is Lisa there? Like I'm because she looked just like her. Mm-hmm. Like Lisa a transport there back to her house. Do they have any updates on how they're doing? Or they're just they're still in the game, so that's basically all they know. I would assume it's just that they're still in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and like, like, who knows when they ask for these videos? They're like, they probably do it right at the beginning. They're like, just do well. <laughs> like, who knows if you'll even see this video? Like, they might have gotten one from from even like Bryant's family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, basically what they said, I think, was like, uh, you know, well, if you're seeing this, then you've made it really far. So that maybe yeah. they, maybe, yeah, maybe they recorded it early, and then like, we'll only show it if they make it to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see Ed and his mom. Yes. Truly so forget nice. his mom's name. Is it Debbie? So, so glad. Tammy. Yeah. Tammy. Tammy. All season long, I've been like, I. this has been fun and all, but where's Ed and his mom? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what I've been missing. Yeah. Who's the older brother? Is it Ed or is it Mitchell? I think it's Ed, right? Ed's the older. I, I think it's Ed. Ed. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, Mitchell's only, like, what, 22? Mm-hmm. I, I just, again, I watched a whole season of Ed on reality mm-hmm. TV, and, like, I... I don't know him. Like, sorry to this man. I like we I truly could see him on the street, and I wouldn't know a thing. Who do we think well, is Tammy's favorite? Well, she well, went on Ed. the circle yeah. with, with Ed. Ed. Like, uh, do you think? Well, but wait, do you think that they wanted to cast Ed, but were like, mm, he's a little boring. We need to do something else. Or did they want to cast Tammy? And they're like, okay, Tammy, you have to choose which of your sons you want to go to jail with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ed or Mitchell? Like, who knows? Yeah. Um. I feel like that Tammy did not seem to know enough about uh, anything going on to think that she was the person who was applying to be on the show. As if Ed did? I don't know. Well, Ed, maybe they recruited him like on Instagram or something. So Ed is the older brother because Ed was 23 when they played. Yeah. And I believe Mitchell is 21 or 22. Do Do you think they found... Ed and they were like, we would love to have uh, you on, but we're going to need you to bring somebody. Uh, and they were like, oh, look, you have this uh, very handsome brother. And he's like, nah, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> or I see like it was like a casting call and like and like Tammy, a.k.a. Debbie came along and they were like, OK, what's the story about your mom here? Because she's wacky. Um, and then that was when it I'm, became a thing. I'm picturing Ed goes to the open casting call. He decides he's going to be auditioning shirtless because he wants to show off his assets. Tammy runs in. Ed, you forgot your shirt. You forgot your shirt. <laughs> and they're like, this is gold. We love this dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, is Ed's mom going to be on the challenge also? <laughs> I wow. assume so. Yeah. She's going to be showing a Skype call midway through the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She'll get in the fight. Do you think we'll see Ed in the finale? 
No. No. I think we saw it. Okay, that was it. That was it. <laughs> I think we got uh, our head. Way, way in on what's, what's going on. Okay. Uh, we had some touching moments. Uh, Courtney's mom uh, was great. Uh, we heard a story from Courtney earlier in the episode about how uh, that he, his, uh, I believe it's his stepdad has a stage three kidney disease. And we heard from uh, Courtney's mom who heard uh, Nicki Minaj super bass. I guess that's their song. This is this is really interesting because it is such a departure from how the circle usually goes. Um, you know, we talked about this being a more strategic season, and usually in the circle, it's a it's a big deal. Your emotional story is like your whole game, basically, uh, and you drop it at, at strategic moments to bond with people, and it's about those bonds that you create with your story. Um, but these people don't know each other's stories at all. Yeah, they don't care. Uh, they're playing a game. Um, and it's very interesting to me, the contrast, uh, that we're seeing that this is the first time they're hearing any of this. Do you think there's any sort of like final tribal council, uh, to it of like, mm. Hey, either waiting for this particular moment to drop like, Hey, my, you know, uh, whether, wh- whatever the emotional story they have is. Well, I mean, it could be, yeah, your emotional story uh, bonds you to people, makes you more popular. But if you get popular at the wrong moment, it could mean that you end up sent, out of the door. So if you wait until after the last blocking, but before the last rating to drop that emotional story, maybe people will feel, you know, some kind of way towards you and you can get a little bump in the rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you don't have time to be like, this is a threat to win. I got to get rid of them soon. And instead when you're doing your final ranking where you're like, if it's not going to be me, I hope it's this person. So yeah, we got to see the real Trevor. Love that. Yeah. And Tony. <laughs> This was very sweet. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. was, this was the one that I was like, oh, okay. I don't yeah. normally care about like family moments. No, that was what I was thinking, Kirsten. I was like, for someone who is not like a baby or child person whatsoever, like I am very, I was very uh, emotionally invested in Delisa seeing her daughter and Trevor and this whole story. And I'm like, this is my personal rooting interest, uh, you know, for the game at this point. Is, yeah. Is Trevor she, taking home the win? When she kissed the TV, like that yeah. was mm-hmm. sweet. Normal, normally, mm-hmm. I hate that kind of thing. Normally, ugh, gross. And like, love. But I like, thought it was very sweet. She's got the pillow with like their pictures on it where she's like always holding it during like the rankings and stuff like that. This I understand. Can we talk about River holding or River? Well, Lee holding a photo of River, who's just a random person he doesn't know. His friend. As if it's someone that he's like very, I, I still just don't get it. Why is he always holding this photo of River like it's like someone who is dead or like. Handling some, him. I, I also get tapped into I his mean, character. Yeah. You can tell like, just the way he, yeah, the way he talks about River. And he, I mean, he talks like uh, River would do this, but Lee does this. Like he, I mean, he's, he's channeling this other person. Uh, I'm not certain he's actually had more than three conversations with the real river. The real river has a restraining order against Lee. I, yeah. Yeah. I was saying like, I don't feel like I get a real sense of like, like why he knows him and what the backstory is and why he's like constantly holding a photo as if it's like, there's like this deep emotional connection. Whereas like with Delisa holding like the pillow yeah. with like her literal family on it, like that, I understand. I just feel like there, I don't know. It's something I've just never understood. Um, and he's always holding that picture. Of anyone we haven't met, I want to meet uh, the real river the most. I feel like he's just like a 20 year old pothead. who's like, what? Who? <laughs> yeah, I, like he's the guy on Instagram. 
Instagram who didn't know this was happening. Yeah, he's, he's like, I, found, I signed a release, but I didn't really know what it was for. Uh, I heard I'd get a cut. Yeah, in my opinion, whenever there's catfish on the show, uh, that catfish needs, the real person needs to make an appearance on there. Like, uh, you get, maybe you also get a family video, but I don't care about your family video. I want to see a catfish video that's like, hey, you used me to get to this point. Like, congrats. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see the real person. I don't do anything do. I, I wouldn't like, do. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm never tempted to look on social media in when I watch shows like this. But the few times that I am, it's to be like, oh, I wonder what the real river thinks of oh, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ended up following like Alex from UK season one. Um, his like girlfriend because I was like, I just want to know who this is. Like, right. I want to yeah. know yeah. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we get any catfish from the first season? Like, did we get a Rebecca or a, um, what was the other catfish's name? Mercedes, I think her name was. Did we get any of that in the first season? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't remember. Did they do family videos last season? I don't, I don't think they did. I don't re- remember it if they did. Like, th- this felt new to me. Yeah. No, it did I, for me. As well. That like was also a, several lifetimes ago. So, <laughs> what has happened did. since season one of the US? I feel like I remember seeing Shuby's parents. I feel like I remember seeing Joey's yes, parents. Yeah, Joey's mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Can I have a reward instead of just like a segment of family? Oh, and that could have been where a couple of them got family messages, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get, no. Again, and you could tell me anything, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, that happened. I'm not going to it's been a long traumatic year it's, it's, like, a lot it's has very gone understandable on. Yeah. to like have a blockage here yeah okay <laughs> um all right so uh we got our alert results will not be revealed it was the top secret uh super influencer uh and it was going to be river and uh we talked through uh river then going to go block Mitchell, um, I want to talk about predictions for next week. Anything else from uh, this episode or the week gone by? I loved that when uh, Lee walked into Mitchell's room, he was like, oh, my God, you're real, John. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. good. I swear they chose John's photo specifically because they're like, it'd be really funny if at some point, like, there's this exact interaction where someone thinks like, oh, this is John. It's like, no, actually, I'm River. Like, that, I, I'm convinced that there was a reason for why that photo yeah, I was decided used for to John. somebody no- two years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also liked, um, from the earlier episodes, when uh, John, Jack as John got everybody's uh, number that they guessed wrong, mm-hmm. but every person was like, I'm just gonna pretend. Like, that was a, a good TV moment. One of them's gotta be BSing me. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I feel like in that situation, I I don't know. It's just, I think it would have been really funny if River had been like, mm, you missed it, but you're one off. And then mm-hmm. what do you do if you're if you're uh, Jack and Lisa in that situation? I feel do you like just feel like you know what numbers is not my strength. Like I'm more about like energy. Yeah. Well, they, like, they, they did say that. Like, yeah. They did say that first, but I I think that what you would do in that situation be like okay, but like the number seven is just really it resonating means, for yeah. me right now with you. So like, does the month of July mean something to you? Does the seventh yeah. of the month is there a significant date that Matt like this is coming yeah. through for you? Like maybe like, oh, it's my cousin's birthday. Yeah. yeah. Or you could be like. <laughs> Oh, um, have you lost someone? Do they maybe they send you repeating sevens as a sign, and that's why I'm getting maybe mixed a street signals. You live on, the number of your house. Um, yeah, it's, it's like the age it's of, uh, your child. Really- 
like, oh, it just seems really significant for me. And I, I just don't know why. Like, I'm maybe I'm getting my signals crossed. See, this yeah. is when being a psychic and an improv actor actually comes in handy. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> there's a Venn diagram there. They really, when they were writing John's bio, I was like, okay, surely they're done. And then they mm-hmm. said like four more sentences. Said, yeah. What? A little too much. <laughs> A hat on a hat on a hat. It's the thing, like, when you're lying, you can't get too complicated with your lies because then you can't keep them straight. Well, the improv has not come up at all. I feel like the classic giveaway of the catfish on the circle is that they're not complicated enough. They go too simple. But surely Um, there's a happy medium between giving us The happy medium is what John is. (laughs) I feel like the psychic and the Santa thing were plenty, like, were plenty enough. Like, they didn't have to... At pile on the improv. Yeah, the also. improv I think was where it jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. Well, and the curious and thing all, about yeah, also that, and then they also added that uh, he's also uh, uh, he's a uh, a gay man and he's been married and he has kids. It was a, yes. a you know a, a lot I of complicated relationships. That, yeah, because he because they he talk they talk about the the kids and the kids' ages and again like using math and again I don't know exactly what like you know gay rights in the United States looked like at the time that it would have been that they might have, mm-hmm. you know, adopted or had a surrogate or whatever. And then it's like, it, there was some something about it. I was like, if you thought about it, you might be like, oh, well, like, what's the timeline on when you like had the kids? Yeah. And like, what, what's the story here? Like, I just felt like that somebody could have kind of started thinking about that but people are yeah. just like okay like yeah the same thing occurred to me when they were like oh yeah you know our kids are all grown they've left the house they're in their 30s uh it's like wait a wait a second mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't sound right because they've been together the entire time i was like was that happening like were like, you in the 90s i definitely would have slipped up and like yeah our kids are in fourth grade in west virginia <laughs> It's like maybe it could have been possible, yeah. but the thought that it would be possible several times in that yeah. time period for like that couple, it doesn't seem because it's already really hard to adopt if you want to adopt. Well, yeah, I, right? I thought that he had maybe had kids from a, a for he was married, he had kids uh, that he is no longer married. They are still that's his biological possible. children, yeah, and then yeah, and then the most that, would, that would be a plausible story. But it, I I just thought it was interesting that I don't know, but again, people are maybe not going to pry on that kind of stuff. But I was like, oh, like, I don't know when you're just like doing the math of like yeah. how old these kids would be. I, I think that I would have thought about, you know, what questions of like, oh, well, how did you have your kids? Right. Like, what's the story there? And then John well, is like, oh, my God, did you say Lance Bass was here in the circle? I just missed him. <laughs> I heard about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Wait, I'm sensing a disruption in the vibe of this chat mm-hmm. right now. And I think we need to unpack that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's look ahead to next week. Because we're going to get our final ratings and we are going to have a winner of the circle. And I feel like uh, that there's maybe only a couple of outcomes. I, Darren, I've only been through this once, but I feel like that I don't think that Trevor can do this anymore. Well, it depends because uh, now it's it's definitely not looking great because. Um, if, if you have, uh, if you have Chloe, not super high on Trevor, um, if you have, uh, uh Courtney and river thinking, well, Chloe's going to put Trevor first, um, then we can't have Trevor be super high. Um, that could, that could be bad, but you could have this 
blocking result. Mitchell is blocked. Okay, so obviously Trevor wasn't the influencer. Chloe knows that she wasn't the influencer. She has to assume that Courtney or River was the influencer, at which point she realizes that they are bigger threats to win in the end than Trevor is. Maybe she puts Trevor high. Maybe she doesn't want to put John high, but she'll put Trevor high. Uh, maybe John thinks that Trevor, again, similar outcome. If Mitch is the one blocked, that means Trevor wasn't rated very highly. Maybe they also think they need to put Trevor high. Nobody wants to put Chloe high because she's always been too consistently high. Uh, I could see a scenario where it happens if they're being strategic. If it's just what we have seen sometimes where most of the players are rating based on sort of like uh, feelings and relationships, then Trevor's out of this for sure. But strategically uh, ranking players could lead to a Trevor win for sure. Yeah. I, I also think it's interesting with this last vote for the final blocking being kept completely secret. Like that could indicate River maintaining like a high placement um, again because people won't have seen that he was the influencer again. Yeah, that does help uh, River's case. Um, can Chloe do this? Can Chloe seal the deal on this? I don't think she can. I think it looks rough for Chloe because she's been so, she's been in first place for most of the game and she's in a position where uh, anybody rating tactically is going to be worried that she's got Courtney and River, she's got Trevor. Mm-hmm. All, like if, if even two of those three rate her high, that's dangerous. Uh, so I need to be the one to counteract it. Uh, and if even just one person puts Chloe last because they expect her to be getting a lot of firsts, that could be all, all it takes to tank her. So do we, do we think that, who do we think is voting tactically? Because in my eyes, I see everybody but maybe Chloe do being strategic or tactical. Honestly, I think Chloe could be as well. Uh, to be honest, um, I think John will for sure. I think that, uh, Trevor will, I think Chloe might. Um, and I think river will. And, uh, honestly, I think river and Courtney are the only two that might, may be like, I'll be tactical, but I'll also give my buddy a Mm -hmm. a decent rating here. I wish we had seen a little bit more, um, about Chloe's rating at the final blocking here because I felt like we didn't I mean we've already talked about it but I feel like first of all there's two big missing pieces I I think it's important to know how she um, ranked uh, Courtney and Trevor against each other and um, just I feel like the way that like her reasoning when she talks about her rankings doesn't sound super strategic she's like oh like when, when she was talking about Mitchell she's like I feel like he's like my circle brother, like that's significant. Like to put someone at three there, like that's like, you know, that's the middle spot here. And I just felt like I didn't get a lot of context for, for, um, Chloe's rankings in the, in the final blocking. So that doesn't give me a lot of indication for what she's going to do. Well, and that's, I think that's because her ratings for the final, like winning vote are going to be significant and are probably going to be quite similar to what she did last time. So I think that they couldn't give us too much of her thought process because like maybe Chloe's like the kingmaker. Well, and also just because like to set up who was going to be that final influencer, the the super influencer was pretty much in Chloe's hands and that we, she had two pairs to choose between. So like, I understood why they weren't going to like super give away where she was uh, leaning, but it it makes it hard to like yeah. hypothesize what she's going to do here because we didn't really get a lot of context for how she's looking at the game. Well, and again, last person in her ear, could yeah. change your mind. Like, you don't right. know. Yeah. 
Should we do a round and, and go through uh, locking a winner pick for Wednesday? Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Jason, why don't you go first? The winner of the circle will be who? I'm going to say Courtney. Courtney. I think he's like middle of the pack enough where he might get some high ratings. And then, you know, I think I think he'll get enough to, to make it. Okay. Kirsten. Uh, I am actually going to say River for mostly the same kind of reasoning as Courtney, but I just think that Courtney's more likely to get blamed for the Mitch blocking. Okay. Jenny? Uh, I do everything on heart, and so I'm just going to go with Trevor because that's the result I want the most, and I want to pick someone different. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let me go, and then I feel like that uh, Taryn has already uh, crunched the numbers on this, so I'll have Taryn go last. But I'm going to also say, I'm going to put my chip on Courtney also. I feel like that he, we've seen uh, the most of his story. I feel like that, uh, I, I think it's going to be between Courtney, River, and Chloe. Uh, and I think that Courtney pulls it out. What do you think, Taryn? So in terms of where I think the votes could go, I think the top three for me would be River, Trevor, and John, depending on how tactical people are. It depends on who's tactical and in what way. It's so hard to predict. Uh, In terms of the edit, which has not steered me wrong almost all season, um, I can't say with certainty, but I'd be leaning River. Okay. I do feel like the edit has like been super transparent this season. Yeah. Like I feel like all of the boots have been pretty telegraphed, but I, and I say that I don't think that uh, I don't think that Trevor would be completely out of it either. Uh, I think Trevor has received uh, a good edit. The problem is that Trevor in the beginning was had did not have the best edit. Um, mm-hmm. but neither did River to some yeah. degree. So, but you know, River he got the first visit from Bryant, where like uh, mm-hmm. River like said to Bryant when he came to visit, he's like, you know, you played the game with your with your heart and not your head. Uh, and we heard in this episode also that Lee said, you know, I, I was a fan of the first season. I learned I learned from that. So you know, Lee's been playing the game consistently, even though that he's been very emotional the whole way through. So I think that he would be a good winner. Of the season, he's got such swagger now too. Like, like when he was like talking to Mitch, like it seemed like he was like really feeling himself at that point. Yeah, I think River has played the best game, probably one of the best games I've seen played in the circle. Which you know, not a high bar, but um, but like a very strategic game while also keeping himself out of the limelight for most Mm -hmm. of it. Like, not bad. Hasn't made a major mistake uh, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, some of the other players uh, that we've seen. So uh, he's kept his nose clean for the most part. So uh, we'll, we'll see. All right. Let's take a couple of questions here uh, before we close out week three of the circle. Uh, here we go. This is a question from uh, Summer who says, who was the real Joker? They're assuming uh, it's Courtney, right? Uh, I mean, well, we know that Courtney was the Joker. Uh, that... Um, what is the the major piece of evidence uh, that makes them feel like it was Courtney that uh, that Cat felt like that because uh, the Joker threw both Terralisha and uh, Chloe under the bus that it had to have been uh, Courtney? 
and put River and, the, it, and made River the influencer. Mm-hmm. I think it was River yeah. being influencer was, yeah. was the biggest thing. Yeah, when yeah. it's so obvious that they're they're a duo. So. Because before it did kind of work where Courtney had said things to make it seem like Emily was maybe the Joker, uh, and people were kind of buying into that a little bit at first. Um, but then it seems in this batch of episodes, people really sat down and thought about it and were like, "Wait a second, who would have made?" river the influencer like oh must like it must have been courtney and i think that that makes it uh, mm-hmm. a lot more obvious because at that time who else really was going to be putting river that high well at, at the time <laughs> people didn't know how close they were and yeah. and since then yeah. they've realized and so thinking back it's like well who else would have done that mm-hmm. the, that was the thing that i was kind of talking about earlier that's frustrating about like not getting like pieces of the story is that like suddenly mitchell was just kind of like saying that court that he thought courtney was the joker and there was like it had the joker hadn't been brought up in a while and it was like Like, where did we get, like, could we have gotten a conversation between the two of them where he's like, the way that he talks is very similar to the way that the Joker was talking, but we just got no context for that. And suddenly he was just saying it. See, I thought that came up from when Kat... Um, no, he visited. was saying it before that. He was, was that saying, before? Yes, he said, I remember at one point he said, I, unless I'm making this up, but I remember thinking like, where did this come from that he's suddenly on to Courtney oh. being um, the Joker? And it was before Kat got eliminated and came oh. to see him. See, in yeah, my I brain, mean, he, I thought that all came from Kat, but no. I always just jumbled no, no, he, it up. He, he was the one who initially suspected Courtney, and he, in a chat with Cor- or, sorry, with uh, with Kat, said, uh, I think that we were right all along. It's Courtney is the Joker. Um, so I think that they talked immediately after, and they immediately knew that it was Courtney. It would have um, been nice to see something yeah. between those two points. And it just felt like all of a sudden he just started like mentioning out of nowhere. So I don't know. Definitely. All right. All right. Uh, let's take another question. This is from uh, my beloved Med. How do you feel about the cast being just 10 people? Is it the perfect number? Uh, I loved that they did not add uh, yeah. new people, that they uh, right. just let Lisa yeah. and Jack play again as somebody else. Uh, so I thought they did it perfect with the cast size this season. Uh, I disagree only because part of what I like about like UK reality, which obviously where the circle came from, is that it's like you're just meeting so many people and it's so chaotic. Like, But I think I just... I watch the circle mostly because I'm just like interested in the chaos and for fun. Like I don't mm-hmm. really care that much about the strategy in the circle. So I would have liked to have seen more characters. Come well, see, for, for me, it's the, it's that I can't care about a character that I've seen for two episodes yeah. and then they make it to a final and it's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And they're having uh, I, very surface conversations, I, just yeah. trying to figure out yeah. what they've missed. <laughs> I, I think like it, they chose a good spot to stop having new people come in, but exactly. I think it would have been my yeah. preference for the season to have been a little bit longer and have more new people cycle oh, through sure. before this point. That like mm-hmm. I, I just would have liked more people. I think. Yeah, I think in terms of is ten the right cast size for twelve episodes? Yes, for a UK season, they could have had more as long as they stop at this point, which I think was the right point. Uh, here's a question from, oh, the great uh, Kelly Lynch. Uh, can we talk about uh, Lisa's uh, Chanel candy necklace? Uh, Lance must uh, pay well. Um, yeah, I can't say that I noticed it. Is anybody on the panel uh, spot Lisa's necklace? I actually did. Yes. Yeah. What'd you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's supposedly very expensive, I guess, if it's a Chanel necklace, but it does look like a candy necklace, so I don't. Yeah, it's. it's- it's like it's like uh, I, my my first impression of Lisa was like she looks expensive but like not well 
style lines. Wow. Aaron. Uh, well, yeah, those those necklaces are, I think, around like $1,500-ish. Like, they're, they're oh. pretty expensive. But um, she's also on the old like i would be a lot more like oh lance pays really well if it was like a 21 year old assistant with that necklace which also it would have like fit more with the aesthetic of a younger lance pays in old necklaces he has like (laughs) from the tour but he gets them from his sister's closet yeah just go my sister's closet take whatever you want yeah she's been his assistant for so long so and he like has you know, been a famous person for a long time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, maybe she I just, saves her money. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm I'm leaning. Like I'm sure he pays fine. Like I'm sure she's not, you know, below the poverty line or anything. And like doesn't that. it doesn't sound like she has children. So, yeah. you know, like she's got the the income just for herself. Yeah. I guess, she, I guess so. she also didn't seem to care that much about the hundred thousand. So like maybe she's just rich. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then uh, one more question. Is it common in the UK or other versions to have uh, this many catfish as the finalists? So, so how many catfish uh, do we have? Uh, River, Trevor, oh, three, and three. John. So three out of the five. Uh, is that unusual, Taryn? No, not unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, I, I, at least, you know, recently, definitely not unusual. I, I feel like in the past, it's usually been, um, you know, I think we had two in, uh, in, um, in season, uh, two of the uh, UK version. I think we had, um, how many, how many, I don't remember. The, I can't remember the finalists. I think mm-hmm. there was only one in the, in the U S season one. Yeah. I, I think so as well. It was just Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Seaburn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's talk about what else is going on. Unless there's anything else about the circle. Any final thoughts? Should we predict uh, what is the order in which they're going to be brought into the final meeting? Final meeting. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the, I, the, I agree. The I think Chloe is the, you want Chloe's reaction to every single thing. Yeah. Uh, Chloe's in because, first. Yeah. She's, she's the first person. I, I will then Trevor Trevor's second for sure. And then John will be last. Yes. Yeah. I think. So do they, do they bring in river so that we get another, Oh, John. Is, are you John? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. I would like. I well, I honestly think that that is part of yeah, why they use I, sister. I really think it could it could be um, Chloe, then Trevor, then Courtney. Court. No, no, no. Then I think it will be. Um, River. Then it will then it will be River because then you get the reaction from you know uh, Trevor seeing River, River seeing Trevor, Chloe seeing River, and then Courtney comes in, Courtney. and then you get a response of like, "Oh, are you?" John. John. So then you get two times that people will think, oh, this is John. And then John will come in last and he'll be like, oh, that's, oh my God, the real John has been Wait, two mm-hmm. people. Long. And then I get to explain it's Lance. Yeah. yeah. And that's the way to do it because then, then you get the individual meetup between Chloe and Trevor. And then. Yeah. They both react to River first, then yes. Courtney comes in, and then Courtney gets to individually react to yeah. River, which is going to be you get his the most thing. the most times to get the big reaction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about what else is going on as we wait for the Circle finale uh, dropping this week on Netflix. Okay, this week I got to talk about the twenty fourth best season of Survivor of all time with Shannon Gus and Matt Ligori. Uh, over four plus hours talking about Survivor All Stars. If you missed that one, uh, Big Brother live feeds uh, that uh, have come to an end. Lots of free time to check out our Survivor 
uh, All-Stars uh, recap. Plus, also, we dropped the patron-only feedback show. Patron-only, uh, not so much this week because we want everybody to get a chance to hear it. We didn't get to any questions uh, because uh, we were, had already done four-plus hours. So uh, I posted the patron feedback show in the main feed. So you can check out what's going on every week on our patron feedback show. This Wednesday, check out what we got going on here. We're going to talk about Survivor Vanuatu, uh, Grace Leader, the karaoke legend, and uh, Kevin and Nigel will join us to talk about the 23rd best season of Survivor. Survivor Vanuatu. Uh, any hot takes on 23rd place for Vanuatu? I mean, I think the conventional take I've been seeing is that it's too low. Too low. Too low. All right. I mean, that's we're almost halfway there. Come on, people. All right. Uh, so Rob, look at that what's Wednesday the, night. What's what's the uh, um, the record you think you think you're going to hit uh, this season for length of podcasts? Well, we're we're just getting longer, aren't we? There, well, yeah, the record was hit earlier uh, in the run and Survivor Caramoan about uh, I think four thirty something with Ali Lasher and Akiva, and I think we're going to let try, let that record uh, sit for a little bit. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what happens as we go along. Uh, possibly, uh, I may start breaking them into two parts. Spoiler oh boy. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Check this out. Uh, we have our our first profile of uh, Big Brother Canada 9 final four candidates, and it's going to be Ty. Karen, what's going on? Oh, girl. Hey, BB. You know this game was always us from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about Ty. You could, couldn't um, you? Ty's, uh, we could. We could do it. Could, could, could we do it? Could we do it? Oh, we could, couldn't we? We could. Uh, we're going to talk about Ty's game, or I'm going to talk about Ty's game um, from start to finish. Uh, what what he has done in the game uh, to get to where he is, and and maybe project forward where he might go. Uh, if you uh, if you're interested in hearing uh, about Ty's journey, then tune in tomorrow morning. Okay, uh, those are always very fun. Uh, looking forward to that. Then. Uh, we have oh yes on the RJP rewind uh, we had uh, we went from last week talking about MTV Cribs with Jump Off Jason to this week on the RJP rewind talked about uh, the uh, great blind date Jenny tell me you were a blind date watcher oh you know I was Rob yes. this is right in my wheelhouse I haven't actually been able to listen to this yet but I'm very excited we had a, I loved blind date it's so awkward it's so great it's yeah. cringe we had Amazing. a lot of fun with uh, Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson from the uh, shite 90s shows taught me podcast uh, Chappelle and I we watched uh, an episode of a uh, blind date and had a lot of fun uh, Jason you watch any blind date of course. Yeah. It was, a, Loved it. It, was a, it was a lot of fun. Tara, I, I bet you did not watch Blind Date. <laughs> um, I did not, but my my editing professor in college was uh, the editor for that show. Oh, so. that was, I talked about how that was my dream job to be a writer on Blind Date. I was like, uh, wow, that, boy, if I could just break into Hollywood and get a job writing for Blind Date, <laughs> what, a, what a dream that would be. Uh, it yeah, was a dream podcast. Me the story. He told me the story about how he uh, lied and just pretended that he was in full editor to get the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, catfish. That's the way you do it. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that's on the RJP Rewind that we just uh, dropped. And then, of course, uh, Puya and I are back for another season of 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. Question mark. Jason, did you check out the season premiere? I did, of course. Yes. Okay. Uh, had a lot of fun there. We'll be back again uh, with the episode two recap on a Monday on robiswebsite.com. And then... Of course, hey, it's the first day of May, and it is a great time to become 
a patron of Rob Has a Podcast. We've got everything going on with our patron podcast feed, all of the different patron activities that we have going on. And then also we're going to have on Tuesday night, our monthly patron cast call-in show. I'm doing a patron orientation meet and greet for the new patrons every single month. It's the best time to become a patron because you get to try it all month long. You can cancel anytime. Rob has a website.com slash patron to check out everything that's going on. If you're watching us here on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button and uh, hit that bell notification to know whenever we are going live and be sure to follow us on social media where we have uh, so many things going on, especially on Instagram at RHAP Grams uh, that I hear that we may even have a very special Instagram takeover this week. Oh boy. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. All right. What a tease. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you so much, Scott, for all of that. Uh, Jenny, what do you have going on? Uh, nothing. Is it true know. that soon you will have uh, Phil T do a proper makeup demonstration on your Twitch channel and show Jack slash Emily how it should be done? Yes. So he at least knows products. I bet you he could probably even name brands because he's seen, uh, seen them so much. Co. Yeah, yes, the, the common brands, uh, Collection Co. and uh, Laneige, which mm-hmm. yeah, so he knows all of the all of the yeah, top the, makeup brands. It's popular makeup, lip balm, you know. Yes, very popular makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I that, do think is that, that the brand that Amon ate the other day? I, I, I have to feel like that was a smack a lip smackers here's, or something. Here's the thing: <laughs> I'm already horrified that somebody ate a lip balm, but if I heard that someone ate a Laneige. Lip balm, which is yeah. so expensive. They're like forty dollars. I, I, like liter- I would literally cry at the concept of a forty dollars lip balm I, just getting eaten. Maybe Amon is a gourmet. No, considering I mean, the flavors, it's expensive that he's taste. Listing, I'm pretty sure this was like you know, like children's lip smackers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, children's because yeah. kids eat it anyway, so that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I yeah, this I'm just living my life. Um, go Leafs, go! I'm watching a lot of hockey these days. Mm-hmm. Baseball's back. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not doing much. I'm on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Jenny Autumn. I will be playing some Among Us tomorrow night with. Uh, Puya and the crew, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. And we love mess. So okay. check me out there and on Twitter at Jenny Autumn. And uh, hopefully, the, hopefully the makeup stream, I want to plan this properly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, get a good time for Phil to do whatever he's going to do to my face. I don't know. It's yeah. Be- uh, <laughs> I regret saying that already. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think that my, the thing that I have the biggest challenge with on the circle is that I feel like there's a lot of like solo dancing uh, that you have to do. Like, uh, yeah. I feel like yeah. that they put a, they put like a switch on like, okay, time to dance. And I think I'm, I'm not doing they're, it. They're really good at making it seem like it's fun though. Yeah. Um, like I remember after the like awards ceremony, Mitchell, like, and Mitchell had a terrible time. Um, and then all of a sudden, like the music was on, and he seemed like he was having a great time. It's like there's probably just so little going on that it's like mm-hmm. you have fun I with told it. you dance. Yes. <laughs> uh, just, Taryn, I, we're gonna I, need you to do the dance again. Uh, you, want, you want that conversation with Chloe? Could you look You'll a little looks, a little more excited? Thank you. I, uh, you know, I've had one situation in my life where I was told dance, and I said you're gonna have to get me drunk first, and that's what I would say on the circle too. Hmm. Yeah. Do we do they get alcohol on the circle? I feel like that we have not seen anybody like especially intoxicated. I think they do. 
do for some of the parties, but they don't get that much. Yeah. I want to see a drunk DM. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you up. Yeah. Oh, hey, I want to <laughs> slide into, into Trevor's DM. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be a good twist. Call producers, don't let me DM after 2 a.m. after I've been drinking. Like, don't let me do it. The circle is closed. I feel like that happened a lot more in season one of the like sliding into DMs situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's because Joey was there. Mm-hmm. All right. Kirsten, what's coming up for you? Uh, yes. So uh, just two days ago came out the uh, recap of part two of the final bonfire for the yes. Temptation Island wrap up with, with Maggie ha- and Haley Strong. Yes. Ooh, yes. Love her so much. Uh, and recording tomorrow evening, uh, Maggie and I will be back to talk about the reunion with her mother. Mary Morgan is coming on. We're very excited. Uh, we've been listening to her thoughts all season. Uh, I'm excited to see her face and hear her voice. Uh, also, uh, Bojack Horse Pod with Lindsay Wilson, still a thing. Um, please go check that out. Uh, and on all social media at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. And I am going to be going live link 20 minutes after this ends. Okay. All right. Uh, great job tonight, Kirsten. Uh, Jason, what's going up for you? Uh, not much. Just waiting for that uh, podcast hotline to ring. Tell me I got another one. Uh, <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at J-A-Y-R-1085. That's where I'm at. Okay. And then Taryn, uh, Big Brother Live Feeds has uh, come to an end. Another season of uh, Live Feed updates uh, in the books. Well, what's next for you? Uh, doing these game recaps uh, for Big Brother. Of course, we have to uh, finish out the season with uh, another roundtable this week. Um, and then episode recaps for uh, Monday, Wednesday, and then the finale on Thursday. Uh, we've got that Circle podcast on Thursday as well, talking about this season's finale of the Circle. Um, and then uh, from there, we'll probably get some, uh, you know, some interviews with some of these players, and um, we'll have uh, we'll have plenty of fun stuff to do there. You can also find me on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash Taryn Armstrong, if you want to uh, continue to hang out with me, playing games, uh, talking, all that stuff. All right. Uh, Lots of fun here tonight. We'll be back on Thursday for our full coverage of the Circle finale. Until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you want to rent your home? Sure you do. And it's hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.